0: and welcome to Family History Modernize the podcast, where my number one goal is to get you fired up about family history. Times have changed, and family history isn't just for your grandma. You can sneak it into your everyday life, and the blessings far outweigh any sacrifice, I promise. This podcast is all about connecting to your family, both past and present, and I am so glad that you're here. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast today. I'm really excited to be here, and I apologize for missing last week. For those of you listening live, it was Thanksgiving last week when I was supposed to post my podcast and with family in town and making a million things for Thanksgiving dinner. Before I get started, I just want to say that it's a little bit not super polished. Let's just put it that way. I am not the most organized person, so I hope that you can gain something from the tips that I throw at you and that you'll be able to implement something and that I will teach you something because that's my whole goal is to inspire you to get started and to actually do it. So here we go. Tip number one comes from my friend Yvonne that I work with at Chatbooks. She, everybody knows, well pretty much everybody knows that I'm obsessed with family history and so a lot of my coworkers will come to me with questions and I am so thankful that Yvonne reached out to me because her question taught me a lot and hopefully can teach something to you guys too. And it has been really life-changing for her. So this is the message that she sent me. She said, my dad was not a member and my parents divorced when I was three. Neither ever remarried. My dad died in 2004 from lung cancer and we did his temple work a year, late, a year after. My mom died in 2016 from cancer, but was always a strong and faithful woman. I keep having a nagging feeling that they need to be sealed. I didn't think you could do that. So that was her first question. She wanted to know if she could seal her divorced parents. And then second, she has a sweet little daughter who was adopted. And she was curious if her daughter could do temple work for her biological family. Two really, really great questions. Yvonne, thank you for asking me. And I wasn't totally sure I wanted to get some research and some actual concrete evidence to back up my my answers for her. So I did some research, and I will link all of the articles that I found in the show notes. From here on out, I'm going to try really hard to put the links in. And with this episode especially, I will make sure that those links are there so that you can go and read what I am referring to. But what I found, first of all, to answer the question about her divorced parents, Something really interesting. I didn't think that you could, but the articles that I found said otherwise. So basically it says, if a woman was legally married more than once, such as after the death of a husband, you may have a sealing ordinance performed for her and each husband. This will avoid the situation of having to make judgments for which we are not qualified. Remember, if an ordinance is performed on earth, it does not become binding until accepted in the spirit world by the worthy person for whom the ordinance was performed. Is that not mind blowing to you guys? I don't know. Maybe I've just been living under a rock and I didn't realize that women could be sealed to more than one man. And it's only after they have died. So living women can't be sealed to more than one man. But if after they die, they were married to more than one man, It's okay to seal them to more than one person and everything will get worked out in heaven. So I think, and the other thing that was really interesting to me, the ordinances performed on earth are not become, they don't become binding until they're accepted in the spirit world. And I think I have known that, but just reading it in this context, it really put it into perspective that we are doing this work for people. And obviously we know that not everyone's going to accept it, but, um, When the people, you know, when we're sealing people, maybe they were divorced and they've had a change of heart in the spirit world and they want to be sealed, like in Yvonne's parents' case, she's going to seal them because it's okay to do that. And then she is providing them uh, the way and the opportunity to become sealed if they choose. So that was really enlightening to me. And there might be some of you out there who have divorce in the family and if you, you know, obviously, make sure there's always like the checklist when before you reserve an ordinance so, so make sure you go through that and that you're following all the steps and being honest. But if you have someone close to you, who you feel like needs to be sealed, it's totally fine. And it's all going to work out. So don't worry. I think that's the biggest takeaway is just you do your best and the rest will work out. So that was her first question, which was, yeah, like I said earlier, such a great question. And then her second question about her adopted daughter, I was pretty sure the answer was yes, and spoiler alert, it is. She can definitely do work for her biological family. And I think this is part of the reason why DNA tests are so big right now, is people want, especially adopted people, want to be connected to their biological family and DNA tests are such a great way to do that. But I just wanted some proof that it was fine for her to do that. And so there's a really great article in the July 2017 Enzyme titled An Adopted Son's Family History Journey. And like I said earlier, I'll link it in the show notes so you can read it because it's really great. But basically, this guy was asked to find a temple, a family name to take to the temple, and he was adopted. So he didn't know if it was okay for him to do that. But in the article, it links to an article in search. you can also submit the names of the individuals below. Biological, adoptive, and foster family lines connected to your family. So when I told Yvonne that, she was super excited and she's really thrilled for her daughter who now has this whole line of people who she's biologically related to that she can go and research and take their names to the temple. So really, really cool tips. Thank you, Yvonne, for bringing that to me. And hopefully that is helpful for some of you. Tip number two, patriarchal blessing request. This is something that I think not a lot of people know about. And if you do, that's awesome. But let's let's spread the word and spread the joy to other people because it's such a great resource and something that I think everybody needs to know about. So on LDS.org, you can go in and you can request a patriarchal blessing for any of your ancestors. All of the information that you need is their name, their birth date, your relationship to them. So if it's your great-great-grandma, you just have to type that in. And then their parents, so your ancestors' parents' names. And then from there, the people who work for this department in the church will go through the files. I don't know the process that they do to get these patriarchal blessings, but they will find the blessing if it was given to your ancestor, if they received one, and then they will email you the blessing, the file of the blessing. And so technology is amazing we live in such a great time and we are so very blessed so please please take advantage of this resource I will link it in the show notes and you can go and request all of your ancestors patriarchal blessings and this is something I definitely want to do more of but I've received a good handful of my ancestors blessings and it's really neat to read through because often they talk about their descendants which would be me. I am one of their descendants. And so it's really cool to read through their blessing and to think about what they may have been going through in their life. It can it kind of give you gives you a peek into what they may have been experiencing. And then also it's just really empowering and awesome to think about that I am one of their descendants. And tip number three, we learned about this from Crystal in episode two, but it's all the stories. And when Crystal told me about it, I had never heard about this app or this website before. And I just have to say that it's amazing. So you log in with your family search account, it pulls up all of the stories that are connected to your ancestors. And obviously technology isn't perfect, so it's probably gonna miss some, but it's a great starting point. And what I love is when you first log in, it just starts auto-populating and it starts with you. And then it goes, it just, for every story that it finds, it has a little blue dot for that person. And so if someone doesn't have a story, they'll have a gray dot. And then you can say, okay, I need to go in and add a story to this person or find someone who knew them or do some research. And it can be a really great starting point to expanding your family story. And then also on the left-hand side is just a whole, it just shows all of the lists of stories with their titles and you can scroll through there's hundreds of them at least in my case there are but I'm sure you will have at least a handful and you can scroll through and click on whatever you want and then it automatically pulls it up so really great tip thank you crystal for sharing that and go check it out because it's awesome last tip for today I'm going to keep these episodes short and sweet and I just want to mention that if you have anything that you that you would like me to cover on this up ep- on these episodes Or if there's something you'd like me to share, something that you have found that you've found to be really useful and helpful, then go ahead and send me an email or reach out to me on Instagram because I would love to hear. So last tip for today, in my ward right now, we are doing a white Christmas challenge. So basically, we have all been challenged to take a family name to the temple so that we can have a white Christmas, which I think is a really fun idea. So we had on a fifth Sunday, we had the high priest group leader taught us all about this new or this app called Take a Name. And it's put out by Kinpoint. And you can get it on both iPhone and Android. And it's a really great resource to go in, you can put in if you're looking for male or female temple names, or you can search both. And then you can also specify if you want baptisms, initiatory endowment, or ceilings, and then it will search your family for those specific things. So it's A really, really great resource that wraps up. This is the very first Tips and Tricks episode. Hopefully you found something useful. Please reach out to me if you have something you'd like me to share and have a beautiful day. You guys, thanks so much for being here. It means the world to me to be able to share my passion for family history work with all of you. If you haven't done so yet, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes. And you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Family History Modernized. If you want to shoot me an email, you can do that at familyhistorymodernized at gmail.com. I'd love to hear how you are getting fired up about family history work. See you next week.